0: and welcome back to the Oxen Plug, where we present the future. Today, we bring you false teeth that brush themselves in the miracle material known as asbestos. I am Crispy
1: Kraut. I am Mr. J. Witt.
2: I am Halion. And I, despite the name, have neither pointy ears nor copper-based blood, but I'm still a Vulcan anyways.
0: All right, topic of this is... Give uh, you copper-based blood if you want.
2: <laughs> I, we could, but I don't know how the rest of my body would uh, react to that. Maybe for science. but But, do you bleed um, green yeah not yet we we might be able to get there one day (laughs) i mean i'm i'm sure we could actually surgically give me pointy ears or i could just wear a movie prop or something like that but you know we can we can discuss that in today's topic
1: yes among other things so uh the topic of today is future technology as a bit of a background idea thing uh Back in the '60s, we had a very specific view of what the future will be—capital T, capital F—the future—and um, that didn't pan out. Um, then, back in the '80s, we had a view of what the future would be, um, and I'm curious what we think that the future will be from now in the to the future. Obviously, because we all of our sci-fi like media is always based um back in the 80s and the 90s from from that perspective we don't have anything modern views of it at least at least that i know of
0: Mm -hmm.
3: so when we say the future just just so we can make sure we're all in the proper context we're talking about 25 to 30 years from now
2: Forty Almost at max was yeah. going to be my take because if you look at like the reference of the Jets and say it was like you know made in the 60s yeah. or that's like at least 40 years in the future they're looking at the t- year 2000 so I'd say uh, yeah the 2060s would be a okay. good for so let's reference.
3: say 35 years from now approximately Roughly. okay so approximately 35 years from now all of you are basically at retirement age um, I'm Here's
2: either
3: I'm either dead or approaching dead um, approximately. So what's it going to look like about that time?
2: Well, you might possibly not necessarily be dead yet. I mean, one take I would have is I mean, it seems a little far off, but what if we got huge advances in as we've talked in this cast before of like cybernetics and we start with the transhumanism sort of thing um, we could potentially be looking at life prolonging stuff and that's part of why I led with like, well, you know what about pointy ears? What about different types of, like, let's start manipulating our blood? Um, without going into the chambaroma, like the, the times we're in, I have seen in history often lead to advances in medical science just because of the need and the number of people that have been injured through some not-so-great ways, um, forces humans to develop new things in science to help our bodies. I mean, if you look at World War One for example, the advances in prosthetic sciences alone um, is a case and point and and we went from basically wood peg legs of the previous century to stuff that started to actually bend and move and now if you fast forward a century i mean we're getting i wouldn't say we're at star wars level yet where we're integrating you know our nerves to get that perfect movement and everything with a robotic hand but i'd say uh 40 to 35 years we should be getting pretty close to some sort of integration that we can start looking at you know more artificial limbs and things like that um we're getting there with transfusions um i'd say a huge potential is if we start looking at you know artificial organs that our bodies don't completely and utterly reject what about new lungs what about new sets of eyes what about upgrades to our eyes Um, what about my hearing what can we do with that so those types of modifications i think would be a potential um, and really great thing for us, you know, new deme- immune, immune immunities and stuff like that, especially if in this time frame, another possibility would be our space colonization. We might be moving to Mars or have a pretty good setup on the moon by this point.
1: Uh, there are a few like technological barriers or like biological barriers we need to get through first. One of which what is the blood. Yeah, the blood brain barrier. Um, the body, the human body is extremely good at making sure Things don't get to our nerves and our brain that it does not want. There's Uh an incredibly complex thing. And there are a few ways of, like, kind of cheesing it, but it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I can see that. Um, Well, I think. That's why, for example, rabies is so terrifying because it does actually transfer through the blood brain barrier. Right. So we
0: reverse engineer rabies. No, that's a terrible (laughs) idea.
3: I think less. I think we're gonna. We we're probably will see. I do think you're right, Vulcan. We will see a progress of the meat to machine integration, but I don't think that will progress as fast. Nah, it's gonna take a the, while. Yeah, I think that'll that will progress slower than the genetic modification. We already have CRISPR. Yeah. We can already modify our genome for reasons, and I think once. Some of the ethical dilemmas get worked out or worked around or some sort of protocols can become. I think there there does exist the possibility of cloning of organs. Uh, we can already kind of do it to a degree, but I think there could come a point where there's the genetic template of you know this type of blood this type of blood this type of blood this type of blood where we can you know you got a bad ticker okay we'll just clone you a heart that can, can replace it you got a bad liver we'll clone you this liver to replace it um i think that is a definite possibility within the next 40 50 years that we may be able to do stuff like that and then we yet maybe we may also be able to edit our genome so that some of the common maladies that we suffer from today uh we maybe if not eliminate at least make the body better able to tolerate Um, imagine what could happen if we could essentially genetically modify you to eliminate diabetes yeah
0: oh that would be fantastic
3: or hypertension or you know some of these other such common things that happen that are major killers or major cripplers or at at the very least you know things that cause lifespans to be shortened you know what if we can do that but not only on top of that there's been so much research over the last few decades into the aging process and how does it work we still don't fully understand it so imagine if we finally get were able to start to understand how the body ages what causes what are the agents outside agents that cause it to age and what if we could you know somehow show the body how to fortify itself and to repair itself, you know, how might we extend life? I think that that that's definitely there's a lot of research going into that right now. Now, for me, the part where I cannot just suspend, I can no longer suspend my disbelief that this is going to in any way benefit me one day is the fact that anyone would think that I will ever be able to afford any of it.
2: That's true. the the initial yeah. The initial days of that, just like you know, we're seeing with space flight, you know, that is in you know government. Sanctioned or anything like that for lack of a better word. You know, the private industry, it's still gonna be for a little while regulated by the the people that can afford it. And that's nothing new in history. I mean, any of the big time things, it's it takes a while for it to become commonplace to have the, the infrastructure alone to support everybody else other than the initial pioneers. That's just a fact of our reality from my analysis. Um, so that oh, I would say is an yeah. extremely accurate assessment. Um, that yeah, that's going to be definitely a rich person thing for probably the first fucking century.
0: There, there's also the thing to consider of the first stuff may not be the best stuff.
2: Mm mm. It often isn't. I mean, you you think you're going to have this new breakthrough and and massively great thing, and you are going to have you know what we like to call in the industry growing pains.
1: Yeah. If you forgive, yeah, if you forgive
2: the pun there, but I think it actually works oh. in this case
0: attack of the 50 foot woman. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I was just
3: I was just Im- immediately uh flashing to the umbrella corp. No. Yeah. Oh, that's even
2: worse. Yeah, but I mean it's it's not wrong though.
0: That does bring up like something I wanted to but uh, just kind of something I thought was just um, right. you know. I, I I like the idea of looking into what the future could all technology, but I feel like in terms of like science fiction pop culture these days it is unfortunately very much shadow- overshadowed by the more dystopian angle of things the more cynical nature um which uh, it depends you know, on where you look Yep that depends that on is perspective, true yes and, and perspective and i i will admit that i have hard times with that sort of perspective of myself because of you know dealing with anxiety and things, but um, oh
2: nothing, nothing against that it's I think it's the when I mean, you, you look at it a realistic lens, i mean it's it's hard to see any other possibility other than this is probably gonna be a really shit shithead day for quite a while before it gets better, yes, yeah, but given think, given you yeah. know
0: but what what i what I was wanted to get at is you know i I feel yeah. like the the thing about like older looks the future as i feel like a lot of them at least in the popular culture were a bit more optimistic looking at at least again that's that's also my perspective so take that as you will i'm sure there's plenty of positive examples but i i feel like yeah yeah, absolutely i i I think that that's kind Mm -hmm. of lacking and honestly we kind of need that a bit because i think that can inspire you know better like perspectives and ultimately investments in the future.
2: Um, Absolutely. And to to bring our we have to mention it every podcast counter back up one tick. I mean it's all truths are what is it relative to a certain point of view? Something like that. Yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> Something
1: like that. There is the culture series. The uh, what series? The culture books. Um super super far future, but the idea is uh someone somewhere has invented Hyper intelligent AI, and they just keep all of the aliens around because they think they're neat, mm. and then they just give them everything that they want.
3: Wow, like pets?
1: Exactly.
2: It's almost like a uh, a zoo of sentient species that you uh, you sometimes see. Uh, like uh, they have a, there's a bit in Rick and Morty where that mm-hmm. happened. They're like they're all in these little tiny frames of what their life would be, like almost like just little micro habitats, and there's just this other alien being just looking at them.
1: Well, not even necessarily that. Um, for example, uh, if if it is sufficiently powerful enough, you can just start making planets, right? Mm. For people okay. to live, or like space stations for people to live on.
3: In uh, other words, uh, yeah, in you're we're word talking about um, a creator.
1: Uh, I have lost on that reference.
3: Okay, what I'm uh, what I'm trying to imply is essentially you have a super hyper intelligence that is creating habitats for life, and then theoretically also maybe creating life of its of its own. So a mm. creator.
1: Okay, know, it, I recently read a short story about that, and it was the most <laughs> wildest thing ever. Uh so I do need, just need to explain this one because it's crazy. Uh, the idea was. There is a super intelligent race of uh, crazy advanced population. Um, And they made what they called the machine cradle, where they just had all of their needs taken care of, and they just didn't bother learning anything for Uh. thousands upon thousands of years. So what they would Mm do (laughs) is, at some point, they're like, okay, our machines are breaking down, and we can't do long division. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, oh, so they started going to different planets and started seeding different life inside of those planets. Um, And then they showed back up and they said, "Hey, we are God. Can we stay for a bit? Can you take care of us?" <laughs> just need a place to crash. <laughs> yeah.
2: Almost like, like, like a, almost like <laughs> a different kind of District Nine scenario.
1: More or, like, or hey, less. We built, this, like,
2: yeah. we built this planet, but now we got to chill on it later.
0: Yeah. It's... Well, it's like you're. <laughs> Your divorced dad coming back home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was what they were talking about. Like, yeah, you know, our civilization, we're sort of getting old. We're kind of retiring. So we made you guys so that way you can take care of us, right? Yeah. So it's like God showing up
3: on your doorstep and asking you if he can couch surf for a while. <laughs>
1: Literally, yes. They were like, oh my God. There are two billion of these gods. Uh, we got to figure out a place to put them. All right. Every family gets a god. Here you go
3: every family gets a yes,
1: exactly. oh my god yes like, the idea is they're like kind of shitty but like because they're just hilariously incompetent because <laughs> they're just using the machines all the time they're like I'm tired can I get some like some soup <laughs> a roast in every
3: pot and a god on every couch
1: yes Lord.
3: that's a great concept
1: it's a really funny short story. I love it. Because um, the f- funny, the best part is, the gods are like, listen, I under- we understand we're asking a lot of you guys. Here, it- would you, in relation to taking care of us, we will give you all of our technology. And humans go, well, I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty good. So then they look at it and they go, this is as, as advanced as if you gave a, um, an ancient Egyptian nuclear technology they oh they may be able to slightly understand it but like you're missing tools that are missing tools <laughs> we can't do anything with this so then it just turned into hanging out
2: just because you have the missile doesn't mean you have the systems to fire it or maintain yes. it
1: yeah it's like oh their ships work off of matter antimatter that's nice we can't make antimatter that's not useful
2: <laughs> sounds like a couple games of yeah. stellaris i've had
3: just because you possess the technology does not mean that you possess the means or the intellect to to understand it or use it.
1: I've. I've seen people look at a circuit board and make guesses. It is very funny. I would probably be one of those people. So I'm not (laughs) going to throw any shit. Same.
3: I I would look at your circuit board and I would like pick up a rock and just start banging it on (laughs) it.
2: Why no work? Work. Scramble's no work. Fancy
1: button tool. Scramble's no like. Scramble smash. I will use your Geiger counter as a hammer. <laughs> Radiation make me feel numb. Be <laughs> like, why is we this hang still out? beeping
2: now? Uh oh. <laughs> make no beep. Okay, so back back to it. Um, how about? What's our means of transportation in about forty years? You know, do you think we've moved on from cars? Do you think we're we're getting um, to the 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 hovercrafts? Do you think we're still gonna have cars? It's gonna be more like a you know we've got the electricity thing, right? We
1: we've got EVs. Yeah, EVs are the the new hotness. Yeah, uh, I, I, well, I, I don't think hotness, you're so. ever gonna be. Yeah,
3: I don't think you're ever gonna be able to get Americans out of their cars. It has become a part of our our culture, and also with the, when you. Would you figure the fact that Americans like to be able to move freely on their own without relying on anyone else, particularly public transport or what have you, and is, you know, America's big. We don't, we don't have any concept of it because we live here, but when you talk to, like, a European or someone from another, uh, some of these other countries, America is massive, and everything is really spread out, so...
2: And confirm.
1: I drove six hours, and I went, like, bus stayed over. Yeah, but I don't, I I think you're right, Jay, I
3: think EVs will be the mode of transport in the future that eventually we all kind of start converting to, but I don't think you'll ever get rid of individual transportation, I think it'll, it'll personal transportation Mm. will always still be a thing.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely not suggesting at all that we would, we would shift from that anytime soon, I'd just more so like, how do you think that's gonna evolve, like, how does personal transportation
1: evolve? Uh, what I could see is someone is redefining what ownership is and getting a rent-a-car, basically, more frequently. So you have a, you have a car for, like, every day, I'm going to drive, like, 20 or 30 miles to work. And then if you want to do a big thing, you, you, um, you get a, a rental that does let you drive 80 miles. Or three thousand miles, or whatever. Oh, that's
0: dystopian as fuck, and I hate it. <laughs> just borrowing your car? Or what if it's
1: just Over? like cars <laughs> is a
0: service? I hate that idea. What if
3: just cars just become <laughs> that's
1: you know just a taxi. like
3: yeah, cars just become like a like the sidewalk? It's everywhere. You yeah. don't individually own a car; they're just there. So you just walk out. There's one there. You get in it. And you take it where you need, and then you get out and you leave, and somebody else comes along and takes that same car and goes where they go.
2: Yeah, uh, almost, I, almost like with the scooters that you see around places nowadays. It's just like you know, tap your little device on there, pay a little fee for use, and need to drive around this area or whatever. Yeah, I see, can see something like I can see something like that.
1: Either way, um, what about the computer side of things?
2: Um, well, they're only going to get see more
1: advanced. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can tell you from the electronics perspective, uh, we've actually stalled in terms of like computer advancement stuff. I've got a a book like fifty years ago that's perfectly valid, and nothing's really changed. Sort of like how guns have stalled, computers have stalled as well.
0: Yeah, it's a technological bottleneck. It makes sense.
1: I could see some yeah you know, that in elements. Yeah, as far as like the,
2: the the technical side of it that you're used to, I think. I think the one thing that we continue to do is miniaturization, where yeah. it's we're we're putting more of an oomph in a smaller package to where my biggest thing is like I can see in a very short amount of time my phone starting to be able to compete with a computer and its capabilities or at the very least like oh. they're starting to be on par with like, you know, tablets and stuff like that. So it's the standardization of what something can do.
1: I mean, your phone is as powerful as a computer. Like, don't. Don't give it yeah, in like it is. It's really it, good. yeah. I mean
2: the fact it, I've been able oh, yeah. to play like so like back in the early two thousands I had computers that could hardly run stuff like you know Knights of the Other Republic or uh Rome Total War and like I've got a phone that can do that now. It's not yeah. the, the modern yeah. ones, but for like the early two thousand stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, by yeah. all means. The failure uh for a phone game is the controller. It isn't mm-hmm. the, the processing or the screen or anything.
2: Yeah, the hardest Makes exactly sense. the hardest thing is is using its controls, yep.
1: Yeah. So like the techno the, uh, the other thing is that we've gotten uh, we can start scaling technology like computers even further. Um, we can start hooking up massive server banks and start doing a lot more stuff with it uh, and i don't the the difficult part is going is is and always has been um, bringing is putting computers in other things because nobody fucking wants a smart, um, uh, a smart toaster. Nobody wants, like, smart yeah. lights are kind of bad, but the technology is there. You can easily, easily do it. You can easily make it. Um, but...
2: Imagine playing Skyrim yeah. on a leaf blower.
1: <laughs> and I just
3: want my start toilet. Give me my smart toilet. What would your smart toilet do? It's going to flush if I forget, you know, it's going to clean itself. It's going to change, you know, it's going to like replace its own roll of toilet paper, all that. Yeah, there you go. It's it's going to have Wi-Fi and, and its own little LCD oh, screen. So I don't have to bring my phone in me when
2: I need, you know, when I go to the bathroom. Uh, That'd be oh nice, my yeah. goodness. I could see it potentially analyzing, you know, your stool samples for like, hey, you've got a deficiency in this particular nutrient you shouldn't, you know balance your diet accordingly for whatever blah 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 you know something goofball like that but it's just like for the health nut some people might actually want that like hey how's my body doing what's my feedback that you know if i'm really super about my diet or if i've got allergies or something or blah 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 like there's an if there's a lot of possibilities to that if why somebody would want that that instant feedback of what you're putting in and what's coming out
3: yeah, see, then your smart toilet starts talking to your smart fridge about the, what you've been eating and <laughs> not it needs to change your dial. Then your smart fridge starts communicating with Alexa, and so it starts changing the or, what the foods that you're ordering that are being for delivery. So, you, so it forces you to start eating properly.
2: Oh, God, it would basically just turn into uh, the big empty um, from Fallout uh, oh New God, Vegas. Oh, no. You know what I'm talking about, how all of those, like, all of the, the appliances to a house hey, have a personality. And they're just talking to each other the whole fucking time and just talking shit. <laughs> it's great.
1: Okay, so I imagine this. That. Your toilet can tell when you stand up from just a heat sensor on the, the rim. Oh, God. Bam. Instant flushing toilet. Perfect. What's the benefit to that, though? That just seems like you never Uh, have to see it. Yes, oh, or spell it. You just just don't need to think anymore. Less thinking, it's great.
2: As an auto sense flush maneuver, so it it just constantly is making a courtesy flush for you.
1: (laughs) You've been on here too long. Let me just give you this go away. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you, it builds like a little pneumatic jack into it so like if you are just like sitting on the toilet fucking around on your phone instead of like doing your business it just kind of like senses that you've been there you're done you should move on it just kind of starts tilting up and to
1: you into a standing <laughs> right. position get you, back to your life human or worse um, it, you have a Biden installed and you just get a little surprise spray when, it's, when you should be done you have a what now? <laughs> A surprise um, a, spray a biden or a, biden, a bidet. a bidet bidet oh there's a t at the end of that word it doesn't make sense a bidet <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get a bidet and you just get a surprise squirt to be like all right you're you've been doing too much Ooh, and that water is cold <laughs> yeah
3: well you know what since we're doing this if we're gonna okay we're getting, <laughs> this is it this is no longer the future tech technology this is the smart toilet cast okay
2: so definitely if, need to title it that
3: yes yeah if we're gonna do all of the oh i am so pulling so many clips out of this one.
2: Um,
3: <laughs> though, oh can't you know, wait I can't, wait. can't wait if i edit it but um so, since we're already there and it's already taking like stool samples it might as well just start you know scanning our our undercarriage you know for like you know
1: anomalies you know see if we need <laughs> to make an appointment with the doc so, yeah. you're telling me on that screen where you're, like, playing Angry Birds or whatever, uh, it'll just be a pop-up and say, hey, you've got a new freckle and just show a picture. <laughs> yeah,
3: you've got a new freckle, or you know what? You know, uh, you know uh, one of the boys seems like it's a little enlarged.
2: Maybe you should go to the doc and check that out. If <laughs> you detected an extra hemorrhoid today, please in- increase fiber content. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> you've corn and oh. just, like, error. Oh, okay somebody
3: get on the smart toilet technology somebody needs to start investing like this is a
1: goal mind like everybody's gonna want a smart toilet i think that's just japan japan just suddenly explodes
3: (laughs) with smart toilets
1: yes Uh.
2: we went there
0: Well yes, we it, did, of course, we did, like
3: it's the third episode. <laughs> it's, it's like, I can't believe it took us this long to get to smart
2: toilets., Right. <laughs> I love it. never fucking changed things. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm ready to drag us away, though,
2: yeah, okay.
1: suppose what else do we got on this future of food. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, the future was like those like goopy MRE ideas, right? That's what. Right. That's what people thought about. Yeah. Everything was going to be made of
3: soybeans.
1: Yep. Um, what about now? Because we might be getting the the um the like lab grown meat for your like mm-hmm. yeah. I, your I new think you're right.
3: Replacement with with con- with the continued climate change. And with the, you know, with everything heating up, and with weather getting to be far more unpredictable and more extreme, I think coming up with ways to non-traditionally produce viable, healthy foodstuffs is going to become a major enterprise in the future. Lab-grown yeah. meat, um, more stuff that I, I do think you're right, Jay. I think it's going to be more of, for
2: Just lack of something. a better
3: word, if- artificial stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, if we're cool. gonna
2: be traveling, you know, big distances and stuff like that. If we don't exactly have like
1: cryotech, I could see that being a thing where it's just like nutrient paste for fuck's sake. Here's the thing. If I get if um on the market you get ground beef that's like two dollars per pound cheaper than real ground beef and it tastes the exact same, you are you're gonna see mass adoption real quickly as everyone's mm-hmm. like, No, it's cheaper and it tastes just as fine. It's ground beef. Yeah, really. Okay, So I have a,
2: I have something in my head. So, so like, say the new microwave is like with this whole new smart appliance technology. So you have this type of paste or whatever, like a series of things. I have all the right nutrients that blend the flavors. You go into the machine and you're like, I today want classic spaghetti the way mom made it. So you dial that all in there and Is if you were nuking, you know, a TV dinner, it will slowly form from just paste shape into like a solid noodles and meat and sauce and everything like that. Like it just takes the form of what you're trying to eat. And more than just that, like you could tell it to like make you a steak. You could tell it to make you some pork and everything. Mix all the ingredients, get the different flavors and the texture and everything like that. And still kind of give you the illusion of the old style. I think there would be like a degree of people still from the old world that would be like, I want to eat the old stuff.
1: What is this nutrient piece of crap you <laughs> keep
2: throwing at me?
1: And man, we ate an actual pig! <laughs> and then you get someone saying no, it's a replicator. Yeah. Or it's maybe, not, maybe not a full replicator,
3: but maybe some combination of the micro... De- uh, Rehydrator from Back to the Future 2 oh,
0: and the,
3: and 3D printed food. Maybe it's some sort of yeah, combination of that. Would be interesting. Yeah, I, I could see yeah, that to a degree.
2: Yeah. You know,
3: yep. To a degree. You know, yeah. spaghetti, just like mom used to program. Um, but it's interesting that you mention the 3D, you know, or that you bring up being able to, to create an artificial. I was thinking about this the other day. And if you go back 40 years, Okay, let's go back 45 years, 50 years. Let's go back Go back to the early to mid-70s. The average person would have zero concept or zero thinking of some of the devices that all of us have in our, our homes today. Just standard in our homes. We all have computers. We all have Wi-Fi. You know, most of us have some form of, like, security cameras. Um things like that like there's just there's certain appliances and things that have just become normal it's just what it's it's proliferate everybody
1: everybody has them yeah people want to make sure that they're safe yeah so they just get extra things that's so, what we're
0: gonna have ed 209 like exactly
3: yes ed, everyone gets an ed 2 and everyone has a god on their couch and an ed 209 in the garage <laughs>
0: now,
3: but uh a piece of technology that is still that's becoming fairly widespread but I don't think has truly been commercially adopted not by your like really adopted that I could con- absolutely conceive of 40 years from now being in every home and being just a daily part of life imagine 40 years from now you are going to go out in the yard and you're going to I don't know you're gonna do a little light gardening, but you don't have a you don't have a trowel right like you a little little trowel you know a little simple tool that you need so you just go over to your g e brand three d printer that's in the right there you know in the utility room next to the washer and dryer and you just pull up the menu oh there's the g e brand trowel Boop hit the button a few minutes later, there it is I truly do believe that once you're, once 3D printing becomes far more mainstream, once you start having it to be something that is more adopted by the larger populace, I think you're going to start yeah. seeing them marketed as a home appliance. And I think you will start finding it become a thing where there will be certain items and, and things that you'll just, like if you just need some basic cups, like for a party, like I just need uh, six extra cups or six extra bowls, you just 3D print them. Yeah. Um, you'll, I think you'll see that become. Uh, there'll be certain objects and things where you'll maybe you'll have a subscription service where you can just print so many things, and then when you're done with them, you recycle them. I don't know. I, I think there's Which, a. I'm, yeah, I, I think that's going to become a thing.
2: On the note of the recycling factor, um, a thought, a thought to that. On the note of the recycling factor, with that is, say that you know you made those cups and those bowls, like you're saying, right? What if that material, like you've got an integrated system to the actual printer where it's just like, well, when I'm done with those, clean them out and then just feed it back into the system It breaks it down and you reuse that material to make more plates and stuff later eases yeah. the use for storage um as well with what you're saying with um you know the gardening specifically uh potential alternative as a segue potentially if you guys want um robotics um in my mind i had a flash vision of you know the fallout 4's uh, intro where you see the mr handy out there automatically doing the hedges perfectly you've got a robot that does all your things um and so you you put in your specifications for how you want your uh landscape and done into it too so
1: where do we see robotics so there is an actual there is an actual um technology that exists where um de-weeding a place like it's it's a bit messy like it either using chemicals or by hand it, it sucks um there is an actual like design that someone made where it's like a little trolley thing that just goes down the line with a camera that senses what a weed is. And then just lasers it to death. And then it just scoots on through. Nice. i seen that. It's like a new
0: method of weed control for farming. Yes. I mean, Which is you, there's good. a hundred
1: problems with it. But like, oh, it's cool. Oh, the it's, no, it's cool, Roomba.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's your smart gardener.
1: Yes. Which <laughs> Garden that, Roomba. 100% people like that one.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, all I want is my smart mower that can cut the grass for me. Ooh, Ooh I think I have yeah. actually seen that. Yes, please. I I I desperately need this uh, so that I'm not sweating my balls off Uh I, in...
2: yeah, I've seen those.
3: Yeah, cuz like today I cut grass today and the uh, it was 90 something degrees, but the the humidity made it where the what do you call it? what the what it feels like heat was a hundred yeah index? the heat index was a hundred and six yeah. so yes uh-huh. if I could if I could get a a ro an automated yeah, weather. Weather that would cut it and cut it right that'd be great. But I need it They're cheap.
2: There. Um yeah I'm not sure I'm sure how it's, you know what the price range is when uh, it was twenty twenty to the pandemic um it was somewhere in Ohio when I was walking through there on on a nomad trip I do specifically recall seeing Basically the lawn mowing Roomba. Um and I believe I actually got to talk to the dude about it. I was just like, is that what I think it is? He's like, Yeah, absolutely. Um, you program the specifications to your yard and um it becomes aware of any objects and things like that, but it carries out its its mowing tasks as a Roomba wood vacuuming it's that's exactly as it as displayed. that they they're, they're it's, out there. I,
1: I have seen those too, yeah. That either seems terrifying or amazing.
2: Yeah, it was, like, amazingly terrifying. Well, I, I will tell you, um, I definitely think we're going to see a lot more of drones in the future. Absolutely. I mean, if you figure, like, just, like, the the emergency delivery that, that you see with them at this point, whereas people are cut off and they were delivering water and such like that, I could mm-hmm. see that being a huge factor and yeah. stuff like that. They, Um, they've
0: started using them to seed to help with climate change, like use drones to
2: plant or to monitor uh, wildlife. I know a lot of them were people just getting their storm footage, but I mean, the amount of drones that were flying over the islands after Hurricane Ian last year it was constant you were constantly hearing drones and it's in one on one hand i mean that's really useful for like the day or two after a big storm like that when you have the people who live on their houseboats and whatnot that potentially you know stayed on there and got pushed into the mangroves that's a good way to get out there and see if there are people trapped out there that are still with it and mm-hmm. and whatnot there- that a search party is going to take time like that And on one hand i do like the idea of drones being used for like search and rescue and stuff like that um They're and, tiny helicopters Yeah, 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 exactly. The
0: maneuverability of
2: them, though, is crazy. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is they can maneuver through some tight places that a big helicopter that's got a person in there might not necessarily be able to, at the very least. I mean, you got the geo-tracking and whatnot that, hey, person here, you know, get actual boots on the ground to grab this guy um, and get them out of that situation.
1: One thing that I see a lot in sci-fi stuff that might be reasonable... um some sort of, like, smart particle. Like, just, like, drop this smart dust particle. here, and if you ping it, it will respond back to you. I <laughs> see that a lot of times in sci-fi, where, like, you just use it for, like, a heist or whatever, and you throw some stuff around. Or like but like also just, dust. Yeah, like a tracking dust. Or imagine you just drop a little pill somewhere, and it's just sending out a little electronic ping for the next, like, hour or so. that way you do just get a drone going by just drop 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 all right go check this out check this out check this out send a dog over there that sort of thing i know um one thing that i've
0: that i'm interested in to see is what they're going to do with like the ability for drones drones to swarm because i know that a popular thing or a thing that's becoming more popular now is rather than have fireworks a lot of places are uh doing like drone shows where they have just drones flying in these synchronized formations and i mean frankly they look really beautiful but I, um, that does make me wonder, like in terms of networking, you know, could you have just this swarm of drones, you know, for instance, use it to construct something, or uh, use them to, like you said, like fight a forest fire or something, oh my God. you know, rather than send people into harm's way, you just sit in it like this swarm of drones that, you know, they could kamikaze with like some sort of fire, um,
1: retarding, um, imagine. Chemical. Imagine but, thirty drones appearing across the skyline, and they're all um, having like fire, fire their hoses, and they're just like spraying everything down. Yeah, exactly. You have like just your your down. hose
2: drones, and then you also have like a tanker drone, like a as a carrier kind of thing. Like it's like it's like a mothership sort of thing, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: where it's like you have yeah. like a big drone that also releases several other, and would act like as the tether. And like I guess um, almost like the air traffic control. Just uh, it would you know relay in and out to all the drones that are tethered to it and kind of let anything flying by know hey I'm here this is where all my little minions are flying stay out of this flight path or you're probably going to fuck yourself and us up Mm -hmm. I don't know what they would end
3: up all getting used for but once all once you have these like flocks of drones and they're all intercommunicated and they're talking to each other and they're coordinating you know where this ends up going right
2: Oh, absolutely! we're just yeah. trying to circle that idea.
3: Yeah, Star dun Wars. dun
2: dun 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 dun. It's Skynet, man!
1: Yeah. Oh, I was imagining we really, we finally get Star Wars, but just <laughs> the drones are just in the sky now. Star Wars don't got no
3: drones. Star Wars has droids. It's a completely oh, different thing.
0: The only reason they're called droid they're not called droids is because George Lucas would get upset. <laughs>
3: No, george <laughs> droids lucas would get paid well no disney would get paid now because droid because george lucas trademarked the name droid oh did he, oh, course course he that. Did. yeah yeah oh, so okay. when like when the droid phones were a thing every time Dude, F- they F- said droid every time they the said Wonder... one he got paid every time they said the Wonder... droid every time they sold one he got a little something something
0: that's surprising that. and not Oh, it's not super surprising, but yeah, yeah.
3: Say what you say. Um, say what you will about him as a as a director, uh, but he was a good businessman.
2: Yeah, you know, yes, he was. Well, is He's still alive? We talked to him like he was in the past tense.
0: Still alive. We only say that because he doesn't know the rights to Star Wars anymore. Um, one thing. Well, what to say? What you were about the Terminator thing? I honestly, you know, I I see it less of a Terminator thing and more of that sort of technology just. Not becoming self-aware, rebelling, but more coming out of our control somehow. That's a whole other conversation.
2: There's definitely the potential for combat AIs to go a little haywire. I think that's that's huge. Yeah, that's fear that sort of thing. My the way I look at it is just like. I mean, humans are inertly flawed. So it's for us to think that we could program something perfectly doesn't exactly always track in my brain specifically. I'm just talking from my perspective here. That so it's, it's like
1: anything oh, we yeah. produce
2: has the potential to have our own flaws or our nature to create flawed things, whether we want to accept it or not, based on the human <laughs> ego. You know, we can make something, but it still might be a little bit defective. You know, it's, I'll even call myself on my wire apps, for example. It's just like I like to think they're great, but I will still find, oh, I could have uh, a little tighter here or tighten this little bit up there or something like that you know it goes goes beyond oh. just technology creation but even just as an artist um there's there's always those little things that we can do to improve what we do
0: i will speak from experience my book, you
2: absolutely yeah. will get perfectionist with your
1: drawings and there's so yeah okay. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna pivot us again yeah go ahead that is me um so one uh, area of technology that has, that has sort of stalled a little bit but I think still has enough you can refold it basically on uh, nanotechnology mm, um, yes. that's that's more or less not gonna super work out because of like you can't communicate with a, a a nano machine but what you can do is you can start folding um really really thin little things and you can make tiny machines that way so you take a two D thing, and you, can start, you can start folding it, and making it a three D thing. And then you can just start having that thing go along and doing things like delivering drugs, for example.
3: So you're talking to like like making like a bunch of really tiny micro smart origami.
1: Yes, and that, and then you can use them for a hundred billion different things.
0: Yeah, I could see that more purposes like, than there
1: are humans.
0: Or nanotechnology in regards to medicine, you know? Yeah. Oh, as far as medicine goes,
3: the interesting thing, I read an interesting article the other day that talked about how, you know, there's been a lot of fear and talk about AI and, you know, how are we going to be able to properly research it, properly develop it, harness it? uh, How can we limit it? But one of the fields where AI has been Really been a boon is in the medical field where they're able to take an AI where you can process symptoms of, of a of a person and it can come up with potential solutions and then it passes it on to another eye who then reviews and comes up with okay if this is the diagnosis this is the proper treatment then another AI goes through and figures out okay well this person is on this many drug these drugs so you know this is the proper treatment that, that won't cause problems that interact with these drugs. So, which led me down the, the, the lane of how will AI, how will we harness the use of AI while not letting AI get out of our control going forward? And which, which, which dovetails into the, the, the nano machines, because you're going to need some form of, of machine learning machine intelligence for those to operate.
1: We definitely Uh, see the
3: rise of Autodocs.
1: Currently, um, the AI that we have is just, um, they're incredibly specialized in doing one thing. You can send it a picture, and if it's designed right, it'll tell you that's an app. Um, Creating general AI is a lot more difficult. Like, I don't know if you've ever talked with any of the AI and asked it to do anything more complicated than, like, giving funny ideas. If you try and do any sort of, like, significant stuff, it's not working currently. And I think, based on from what I've been able to gather from the outside, that all of the blood from that rock has been squeezed. They're not... I don't think that that's going to be adjusting. Like, that's going to be changing massively in the next 40 years. AI, you mean? Yes, AI. I can see that. LLMs and... um, Image processing. I don't think that there's yes. much
0: more in there. So you know, yeah, people thinking that it's gonna replace our AI is gonna
1: replace
2: artists are sadly mistaken, it sounds like one of those where it's like we've we've got what we can out of them. That's and that's both like kind of shitty, but also like impressive at the same time. Like how quickly that came about and reached from what I'm understanding on based on your description, is it's basically reached its peak for now. That's actually Which... pretty impressive how quickly that happened.
1: Yeah, and it hasn't disseminated yet, right? That's the big thing. It will start disseminating everywhere. But you start getting some like funny things of like, oh, um, uh, Alexa isn't that used anymore because Amazon was sitting there being like, you know what everyone wants? To be able to shop easier. And that's not what people actually wanted in their shopping experiences.
0: People want to
1: people want to like nitpick everything and be like, Oh, I don't know if I want this. Maybe I want this. And that's not what Alexa is useful for.
3: Well, see to your point. She is even, a very good DJ. Even if, uh, uh, DJ Alexa, uh, um, oh. even, even if, if we don't, even if AI doesn't technically advance, if it doesn't, t- if it never does over the next 40, 50 years, take that next step for that next evolution. It's, even in its rudimentary form, we will continue to find new uses for it, new ways of integrating yes. it into our everyday life, new methods of, of th- new things for it to do. That it will become, I think, the smart toilet. You know.
2: Yes. A
1: hey, toilets. Yes. Or it, we're it, totally
2: it just, just gonna integrate it with hologram projectors, and you know, we're just gonna have Uwu Waifu Cortana.
1: Oh, that's already a thing. There some I know I had to make things. that <laughs> joke. I had to make that yeah. joke.
2: I had to. That was so, one of those I had to. No,
1: that's it's understandable. The, uh, the technology that I am seeing with the, um, the AI is they're miniaturizing it. Yeah. They are... That makes getting, sense. They're able to, like, not... You can start running it on your home computer. You don't have to, like, look at the massive giant databases. Hmm. And, like, once you get that condensed down, then you can start, like... Uh, the big thing that's probably going to start being a thing, because do you remember in the '80s when everyone fucking wanted to talk to computers? Everyone did. That yep. was the big thing. Yep. That's actually going to be able to be a thing now. Like, legitimately, um, you can start doing natural language processing, especially with phones, to just be like, "Hey Alexa, like go look up this thing," and it'll actually give you a actual response instead of repeating what Google says that's what i can see look i'll
3: believe it when (laughs) when they can make when siri can actually answer my question yes like when i actually ask it a question it can legitimately answer with the in
2: the proper context of the proper meaning of what i asked it Mm -hmm. i could see us in the next 40 some years also having um better universal translators and things like that for the uh that would be nice Given, given we're hitting peaks in um, you know how many different languages that we're going to encounter out there and stuff like that, and things being so as recorded as they are and database and whatnot um, with the rises of AI and stuff like that, I can definitely see at this point the next step is just like the small device that you'd want, and we're we're starting to get there. I mean, our phones kind of do it, but it's it's not always worked. I have had the the pleasure, shall we say, of I've got to. Speak communicate with people who only speak spanish i only speak english because i didn't. I took german so you know i didn't do the standard route a lot of people do with schooling where they actually learn it in in traditionally anyway beside the point it's not very accurate um is the long and short is you know even though we're trying to communicate some things some stuff gets lost in translation with google especially so yeah specifically i could see that being more refined and I would like to hope that you would streamline a single device for this and take it out of a device that's already doing 30 million other fucking things at once. I would like a... No. This is a reliable machine. I hooked this up, and as I speak, almost like Star Wars has, where you just put this on, and you could be speaking a Thorian, but it's coming out in Galactic Basic. And it would be able to detect the... you know, the the native language of whoever you're encountering. So I could be talking to somebody, you know, about Japanese, Polish, and from, from Puerto Rico, for example, who only speaks, um, you know, Spanish and it would be, all of them would be able to hear it in their native of tongues, even though I am speaking English. That would be a cool concept. I, I think that that would, that would be probably be like technology. the peak. That would be like the peak of the technology sort of thing. It would take time where it's you would have to, I think the start of it, if you were to have an individual device it's like, okay, I'm speaking to somebody who's Japanese, so I have to input, translate in Japanese, and then speak. And it's going to, you know, I'm speaking in English, and it's, uh, I'm not even going to try and replicate Japanese, because yeah.
3: that's <clears> all <throat> I can You're talking about the Star Trek Universal Translator.
2: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I was talking about. You walked away just bef- just after, or just before, rather. I, uh, uh,
1: or, know, or or yeah, or or the Babblefish. fish. Yes, the uh, babblefish, babblefish from uh, Hitchhikers. Yes, the yep. funny thing. Yeah, you know, I am you... a proponent of a
2: universal translator. I think that is a brilliant. I, concept. I think that could help solve a lot of
3: problems. But that's me. Yeah. I, I I agree. I do. Th- I think that is inevitably something that will eventually come about. That it'll just that that a some form of a um, we can't call it universal because it's still tertiary, uh, but a translator that for the most part can essentially live translate into other languages. I do think that is something that will will happen because as the internet connects us all, the world becomes smaller. Yep. And so that's that becomes necessary. That becomes something that people will want. It, the market will simply demand it.
1: There is the what I consider like the final element of like to like wrap everything up which is a personal AI as in your phone is now your best friend and is talking to you and saying like hey I uh, remember we have this thing to do remember we have this thing to do Um, and here's some music that I know you like
3: everybody gets a Jarvis
1: yes. yeah I could see that honestly that'd be pretty sweet and like that like a little bit personalized and things like that yes That I think is going to be what the future is.
3: I'll do the same thing I do with my Siri and turn it into an Irish woman.
2: (laughs) And see, that's the thing is, if you give me the customization or just like the free form to personalize this to my personal form and function that I would like, that just makes this not some just boring ass thing and I can actually manipulate a little bit. Oh yeah, I would buy that. If, If that's your selling point, by all means.
1: A digital assistant? Yeah. Like, yeah. A virtual speed. digital assistant.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's more than just like my replica AI friend, but like it does the functions of that, but also like helps me with my life and as well as integrated with like my smart house. Shit. That's actually yeah. not a bad idea. That's integrated not
3: a bad idea. GD. Integrated with your smart toilet. I was just <laughs> going to say, integrate
2: with that too. It's just like, hey, remember, you need to balance your fiber. <laughs> hey, you want to see me poop
3: on Bluetooth? Yeah, the, 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 yeah the, the toilet told me to remind you.
1: <laughs> the toilet and I were talking and having a conversation. Uh, you just received the analysis from your smart toilet on the content. If you're still a sample, yeah. would you like to review?
3: Yeah, the toilet and I and the, the toilet and I and the, and the, uh, and the fridge were, were talking, and, and we'd like to have an intervention.
2: <laughs> and see and it's, it's, you could give it the personality oh my to God. To you like that that's where i'm getting at—is if you wanted it to be like hey asshole fix your shit
1: like you <laughs> could do
2: that whereas like if you wanted like a full explanation in the science or like a smart or a nice one like you could do that too the user feedback and the ease of i want to customize this i would love that to where it's like you don't necessarily have to have it be You know, oh, don't worry if hey asshole, fix yourself. Oh, the ducex machina
3: involved in all of that with people that will start, you know, forming really weird, inappropriate Mm. relationships with their personal AI and stuff. Like you just know there's gonna be a whole subset that rename their AI mommy. Oh god.
0: Uh, I, I do like you, the idea of coming home from, like, work or something, and your your appliances all decide to have an intervention for you, for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> please,
1: please. We're not turning on the coffee machine until you've had your veggies. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hold
2: my coffee hostage, no.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, You go to... Humans are rebelling
0: against its own technology. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Instead of haunted houses, it's like, all my appliances are assholes, and I want to move out. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you go to grab another brewski from the beer, but the fridge is like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. It's it hasn't even been thirty minutes since you got your last one.
1: You got another half hour.
2: Your blood alcohol <laughs> content is clearly too high. I need to regulate this for your own personal good.
1: You you have it set up so that way you have to drink a cup of water before you can have another beer.
2: And it gives you an electric zap like R2D2 does if you try to grab another beer instead of water. She's like, no, I told you, no, you're not allowed to drink right now.
3: Yeah, see, so then you start hiding, then you, like, you know, like, take a Yeti cooler that you're keeping, like, in the closet, that you're trying to hide, you know, you know closet beers from your fridge so that you can sneak <laughs> off to grab extra <laughs> ones.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> Getting jewelry. Uh, uh, oh, man.
3: Anything else? Any other, any yes. final ideas?
1: Yes. Um, VR may continue to keep growing. Yeah. Especially with the miniaturization of technology. VR glasses, um... for example. So, uh, I know people don't like it, but Apple is doing VR stuff now. And some of the stuff that they're doing may, could get replicated within the next 40 years. Um, So, what they're doing is they are recording the, like, real life. I think I've explained this one before as well on the podcast.
3: And last last episode,
1: it was okay. Sorry, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So, if imagine you have your VR assistant uh, mixed in with your glasses, and then literally uh, Jarvis. Yeah, you literally have Jarvis, but then you get like a VR Jarvis, like sitting on the couch next to you. Yeah. You're oh. like, All right. Let's do this. Can you change the channel for me? Yeah. 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 Here you go. See, I could I see, could that. see uh, yeah,
3: I could see that being a thing. Where, but unlike Google Glass, which is this goofy-looking shit you had to wear, I could see them integrating that into a add-on, like something that you could snap on or add to the inside of your existing prescription glasses. So or bionics. Well, they, that's the next thing. Like they are already yeah, developing contact lenses now that can do similar things. Like if anyone that saw uh, mm. the, the Batman, where he had the little camera contacts where it would record whatever he was looking at, that's not too future-based tech. That is something that they are working on now. There's a lot... It's a lot further into being real than you think. So for oh, them to mind. create the, the augmented reality, or for lack of a better term, an everyday, a heads-up display for everyone... Oh, that no. could become a thing, it could be where, and that could be what ends up replacing our phones one day, yeah, where we don't have to hold it. it can just be in the air
2: around us, I could see- yeah, yeah, where it's like you have uh, what's what was that minority report where like they had um you know there are no buttons whatsoever, yeah, exactly what you're doing on the screen right now you, you have yeah. that it's that image of is there of, you know, you're doing the wavy hand but there's actually a keyboard that you could see, and I, I wasn't here for the uh, future um entertainment but i could definitely see it especially with something like those contacts you know imagine being able to okay well i've done my work here now let's switch to playing whatever video game we're gonna be playing in 40 years with those sort of contacts on where it's you know it opens up and it's right there in your eyes you don't even necessarily have to look at a screen anymore because the screen just replaced your vision and now you're suddenly in fucking future skyrim yeah it's like because i couldn't think of anything else
3: Like, why why would I need to buy a big 50, 50, 60, 70, 80-inch screen TV when I can just integrate the broadcast feed directly into my heads-up display, and it's as if I'm in the stadium?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or if I'm just, like, laying trying to fall asleep or something like that, and, you know, I occasionally will watch videos until I fall asleep, but then it's just, like, it's able to auto-detect when I've actually fallen asleep, so it'll, you know not that you should ever fall asleep with contacts on but if we get to a point that where these like are integrated if you if we're at a point where you don't necessarily have to take them out anymore just because we have we have ways around it. but beside the point where it's like okay well human is asleep now switch off mm-hmm. makes sense at least at least you guys understood that i know it was kind of like a rushed analogy but at least you understood it i've got it. I, yeah. Like I said, like, don't fall asleep with your contacts on, but like, if we had a point where you didn't need to remove them, that, that I could see that, like, uh. it knows when when you fall asleep, like, okay, it's, there's no reason yeah. to continue streaming this video.
1: You get the worst uh, ending of it, which is, oh, hey, you're falling asleep with your contacts. Let's get a little robot in to like, open your eyeball and pop it out.
0: Oh, it's like Minority Report.
2: I was gonna say actually yeah. is like there might be like an auto eject you know sort of thing. Actually, that was in the back of my mind as I was <laughs> or, speaking. Where it's just like not nah, like something that's gonna harm you, but like it's oh humans falling asleep shouldn't have these in. Boop, just pop out.
3: Yeah, a little shot through your eye to wake you up. It's like oh shit, I need to get. I, that's right, I need to wake up and take my contacts out.
2: Or you have like little uh, drones that know how to pull them out and get them to a charging station without letting you know it happened.
1: Do you know those like those like little rubber toys? like that are like a half um a half circle that you push down in and then they pop up and they shoot way up Mm -hmm. they just do that the contacts just do that from your eyeballs just (laughs) shoot right out oh my god
3: yeah but see then the problem is the roomba finds them in the morning before you wake up (laughs) no (laughs)
0: No. i was like oh shit that was eight grand (laughs) Um, one thing I did want to say, and this could probably be its own episode of itself, but I definitely think we're going to see a lot more of uh, space, uh, development of space. Not not just yeah. exploring,
2: but going there permanently. I mean, yeah, we're already like,
0: planning on going back to the moon and establishing a permanent outpost there.
2: Yeah, I think that's part of the reason why I didn't speak much. I think that actually kind of, in my opinion, goes without saying that that's just going to be... What's going on? Yeah, by def- it's definitely
0: going to be a lot of privatization. Hundred
2: percent agree with you. Yep, I definitely agree. Looking at like space mining and stuff like that, you know, at the very least, finding what asteroids have. more oh, yeah. and get to that that rumored asteroid up there that's got like more gold than has ever been on the entire planet. will destabilize our entire economy if we ever tap that thing. Yeah, and shit like that.
3: Once a com, once a few private companies figure out how to monetize space where it's profitable. I don't think there'll be any. There, there won't really be a big need for like NASA and stuff. They'll just figure it out, and that'll become
2: where the driving force behind it is. The new private car becomes your own personal rocket.
1: Uh, there was another uh, short story that I read in the same like short story anthology, uh, where they made a second sun, where it's huh. just a giant reflector up in the up in space that they can then just focus different parts of the country to like heat it up to be like okay you're gonna get some extra rainfall this year here you go you're gonna be getting like you guys haven't um it's been too dry over there let's just do move this way let's um get a bit more seawater um up in the air and it just would go around and just fix uh and dust like fix uh, a bunch of problems It's almost like global climate control. Yes. It's
0: like that movie Geostorm, but not as bad.
2: So like a world-spanning AI device that cleans the world and messes with, oh god, that's a whole other topic.
3: To be fair, you could name any movie and it would be not as bad as
1: Geostorm. (laughs) That that is a very good point, yeah. I have not watched this. Oh god, that's a lot of zeros. (laughs) I've not heard of this. This looks
0: real it's bad. It's not a good movie. I've never watched it either. I just know that it's like five. It's, it's
1: just bad. <laughs> hey, apparently they made their money back. So who am I to judge? I'll judge all I want. <laughs> <laughs> judge Crispy. Okay. Um, any final thoughts? Give me
3: my smart toilet. Smart toilets, yes.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Imagine, imagine you poop at work. And you're just your smart toilet oh, sends no, a like a no, little like sad no, face no, or something. No, no.
2: <laughs> don't 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 fuck with my head that all the toilets are integrated. You go to work, you get you take your thing, and then you come back home. Your smart toilet's like, so we analyzed your poop at work and you were an excellent of nutrients off.
1: You have deviated from your diet. Drink more water.
0: <laughs> <Or> Obel- <laughs>
3: Or you you come home and and you know to go to use the toilet and the lid won't lift up and you're like what what's going on and just and and your toilet's like so that little uh, bitch at work has uh been seeing a awful lot of you lately oh my god
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the appliances start having jealousy issues you use this one more than me oh fuck uh, like we haven't you haven't
3: used me for number two in a week oh. Uh. <laughs>
0: You only look at me dirty. <laughs> oh man, this is so fucked. I
1: think we need to stop for our own sanity. Never change. Stay right.
2: fucking weird.
1: Uh, oh, man. All right, stay um, weird, y'all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Well, I'm never putting my hand in that box again.
0: Stupid bitty Jesuits.